This is Defiance County Economic Development's Working It Podcast, proudly sponsored by Defiance County Ohio Means Jobs. Join us as we take a behind-the-scenes look at innovative companies located right here in our great county, working hard to make dynamic products and services for the nation and the world. Along with today's special guest, here's your host, Erica Willitzer. Thanks for joining us for the Working It podcast. Today we have in our studio Taylor Klepper with Klepper Building Company out of Hicksville, Ohio. And also we have our workforce manager, Hannah Waterman, with us as well. Hello. And I'm Erica Willitzer, your host or co-host. And we are going to talk a lot about what Taylor, as the president and owner of his company, Klepper Building Company, what his goals are, and then also just some insider information about Hicksville, Ohio, and all the amazing things that are happening there. So first off, Taylor, Tell us a little bit about your background and and how you, you know, I know you went away for a little bit, then you came back to Hicksville, Ohio. So give us give us a rundown of your background. Thanks for having me on. I grew up in Hicksville. Uh, I started dating my now wife, girlfriend uh, in high school. Then we decided to move down to Cincinnati to go there for school. Um, I went to school for civil engineering. And uh, after we graduated, we decided to stick around for a few uh, I worked in the engineering world, construction world, um, and then once we had our son, we decided to move back to Hicksville to be a little closer to family. Uh, and one of the things that we decided was that once we moved back to Hicksville, we want to make Hicksville a place that we want our kids to move back to because, frankly, we weren't all that excited about the idea of moving back into Hicksville based on Hicksville alone. It was because of our families. so. Uh, that's sort of been the driving goal and mission, and now we've got three kids, and we're just uh, making it happen. So when you get up every morning, what is the burning passion inside of you? What are some of the main goals that have you fired up and ready to go each and every day? I would say that I'm, I'm inspired by cool places, um, and that is sort of the driving goal with the construction company. And then, um, like you said, we're going to talk a little bit about Clever Building Company's goals yep. um, is just to create cool spaces. Um, we're in the process right now of developing a building downtown, um, actually a series of buildings, but the one is going to be our office. We've sort of been working out of a, a closet in the back room of the office uh, for a while now, um, and it's just to create cool places. Well, I've, I've been in it. It's not all the way done, but I will tell you, it, I can already tell you, it's going to be transformed into a cool place. It's got the old historical um, brick that people just, I feel like that's what people, even younger people are really yearning for. They want that. What are some other things that you're hoping for as, as far as Hicksville and, and new developments? Well, I think we're seeing as a society um, a desire for that, that third place. Um, and if you're not familiar with that concept, it's the place between home and work. So it's a place that you can socialize, gather um, informally or formally. formally um, and that's sort of what we're chasing right now is, um, at least personally, that's what we're chasing as far as uh, creating cool places to be outside of home and work. So um, I know a lot of people, when looking for relocation options or different things like that, um, a big part of their their searches, you know, is this going to be a cool place to live? So um, restaurants, uh, co-working spaces, coffee shops, bars, that sort of thing. Um, we, we already have, are seeing a lot of uh, new development in the shop in the shopping retail area. We've got um, 
three or four new businesses that have popped up. Um, we got the Rooted Shop, Archie Cactus Boutique, the Mellow, Mellow Maker's Place, um, and then like Straightway Farms. And then we've got some other people that are they're also doing some cool things with buildings in downtown. So there's a lot of um, a lot of great things that are happening. Uh, it's just a matter of you know how can we bring it all together and, and really start to market Hicksville as this uh, this great place to live and work. That's awesome. So Taylor, when it comes to housing, obviously you're in construction. You know the ins and outs. I felt like we were on a really good track of getting a lot of interest for for new housing developments in Hicksville, but when the interest rates went up. That kind of kind of stalled the interest that we had. I don't think Hicksville is any different than any other community. They need housing. Let's talk about that. Yeah, like you said, just because the interest rates went up doesn't mean the interest is less. The activity is just less. So uh, one of the things that you know where Hicksville is located, we're 20 minutes from Fort Wayne, 20 minutes from Defiance, uh, from Auburn, and a lot of these places have have housing projects happening, and there's developers that are actively. Um, taking out projects and breaking ground on those, you're coming up against affordability issues. So what you're finding is the developers that are already in the kind of in the trenches taking out projects, um, the lost sales prices are much higher in those a lot of those other areas. So that's sort of what we're up against right now is coming to the table to figure out a solution where it makes sense financially for developers to come in and put in the infrastructure, put in the roadways. And I know we've talked a little bit yes. offline about uh, different ways and incentives to do that. Um, it's just a matter of kind of making it all come together. But meanwhile, um, there's there's people taking on projects in Hicksville, um, flipping houses and uh, trying to take some some houses that maybe aren't in the best condition and working to make them make them new and um, inviting, inviting spaces. I know we haven't talked about this before, but I have seen a trend where where developers are or taking like houses and they're making them themes. So people will come to see them. Have you ever, have you seen that or investigated that? Yeah. Well, a lot of that uh, it kind of comes up when you're having the Airbnb conversations yes, yes. Where, where it's sort of the temporary housing, but the long-term housing is, it's more just solid, safe, affordable homes. Uh, yeah. And that's sort of the big, uh, the big push. So I know there's a big demand. I, I've talked with our, our local school, our local, local school superintendent, um, and there's usually 15 to 20 or more families that want to be in Hicksville School District that just don't have the opportunity to get in because because we lack housing. So it's definitely something that I'm working on, trying to focus on uh, coming up with some solutions. And I, I know there's other people working on it, too. I think that there's a like when it comes to trying to attract the housing developers, the workforce, it comes down to this one word that a lot of people don't know exactly what it means. It's, it is what it sounds like, placemaking. Mm-hmm. And Hicksville's working really hard at trying to do placemaking. Talk about your efforts there and maybe explain to the, those listening what that is. Yeah, well, to start, placemaking is basically creating a, exactly what it says, a, a, a cool place to be. Um, you know, there's other terms that come up when you're talking about placemaking, uh, such as urban, which scares a lot of people. Yeah. But um, it's just about creating a walkable place that uh, people want to be, essentially. Um, and. You know, you think about the fun places that you go on vacation. They're typically a dense area that's walkable. Um, and so there's there's this yearning for that. Um, it's just a matter of putting everything together to make it happen. So that's sort of what placemaking is. Um, in terms of uh, what we're doing, uh, I, I don't think we mentioned it, but I am on uh, Hicksville Village Council as well. Um, and we've been talking over the last year or two about uh, putting together some 
some planning and some, some master, basically a master plan that sort of comes to that basically comes tries to get everybody to come together to uh, basically be working towards the same goals. Like we, Hicksville has a lot of organizations and a lot of people that are working on um, their own sort of projects that that ultimately contribute to a greater good. Um, but if we could get everybody sort of focused and working on the same goals together and sort of use the synergy from each other, um, it makes uh, basically you get momentum rolling very quickly. So that's sort of the goal there. Yeah, momentum. And I will tell you, we're in another community, we're doing a comprehensive development plan. And the consultant comes in and said, he did a like an analysis of the community. He's like, it looks like a bag of Skittles in here. And I was like, whoa, what does that mean? He's just like, it just looks like everybody was doing their own thing. When he looks at it from a planning perspective, he's saying this is zoned like this, that's zoned like that. But when you have that, that common purpose and everybody knows how you want the community to grow, it ends up helping the generations that we're going to be leaving behind to, to have a better place to grow. So I think that's awesome that you guys are looking at that. And how do you think that placemaking um, ties into the workforce element there? Well, I think you're seeing as a result of you know the, the pandemic, there's a large exodus of people out of cities and, and other areas and a big drive for folks to get back into smaller towns where you know they feel like they can make an impact. And I think that's what's critical, where Hicksville has a large opportunity because we have a strong school system. We're starting to see these, these cool businesses pop up and... Um, basically to create this cool place to live. So we, we are sort of in a spot where if we can put all this together, really start to market ourselves, we can really become a, an attraction for the work, workforce, regardless of what it is. Um, you know, be, with the rise of remote work, it can be any industry, essentially, a, as an attractive place to, to live, work, and play. Yeah, so going back to like the housing issue, um, we've talked to many companies in Hicksville trying to fill their workforce gaps. They're just looking for workers. So do you think, or how do you think the lack of housing affects the workforce? Well, I think it makes it difficult. Uh, these companies are seeing, and maybe not directly, but if there's not a great place for somebody to be able to move into or build, build their own house, um, it's, it's difficult to attract them because, you know, the further away from Hicksville that they have to live, the longer their commute time. And that obviously contributes to um, just a, a less attractive offering. So I think as long as we can get the, the housing thing figured out, I, I think we're going to continue to see growth, especially with some of the upcoming projects that we have coming. Um, there's a lot of potential there. While we're in Hicksville, Ohio, um, there's skills gaps. Do you, what do you see there skill gap wise? There's several companies that are doing a great job. Um, I, I know they've been mentioned on the podcast here before, but like AP tool, their, mm -hmm. uh, their mentorship programs are, are huge. And, um, there's some other industries in Hicksville that I think we could really benefit from those. Um, we're seeing a lot of, uh, a lot of strong businesses, but finding the workers is, is very difficult. Uh, specifically in our industry construction, there's, we're running very low on licensed trades. Um, so, in a couple of years, there's, I, I know some of the, the licensed electricians, licensed plumbers, licensed HVAC folks, that, um, we're going to be down to very few. So it makes affordability an issue to get work done or to build new houses because you're attracting from a pool that's not in your community. So we've definitely, we definitely have some work to do as far as recruiting younger people into the trades specifically. And I think that's where we can come in to help fill those gaps too with 
we have uh, specified training, training grants too, and targeting our youth, I think, is a big thing too. Absolutely. And I think a lot the trades are notorious for um, not being the most uh, minty friendly uh, businesses. <laughs> so um, I'm I, laughing because my husband's in construction. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and that's something that I think is keeping a lot of people away because if somebody goes into more of a business setting, typically their career path is very mapped out. So they know, you know, after this many years experience or, um, you know, this much time served, you, you can advance and you know, exactly what your next steps are. Whereas like in construction, you could start a carpenter and you could finish a carpenter. You know, you might, you might be a lead carpenter or that sort of thing, but um, there's really no defined career path in a lot of these trades. So and that's where you're starting to see a lot more energy into uh, sort of that, that world and mapping those career paths. Yeah. But until we can get there, I think it's, it's definitely an, up, an uphill climb. Yeah, our, my husband works for Hagerman Construction out of Fort Wayne, yeah. and um, they are start they they map it all out for you. He's got leadership training; he's got to do on a regular basis. In fact, he's got homework that's due tomorrow that he's <laughs> like, oh, I better get done. But no, I think that they're they're realizing that they have to start mapping it out. And I actually think every career out there needs to be like giving people the pathway because a lot of times people want to know what's ahead. And if not, they, they leave and they go to different careers or they go to a different you know, employer. Yeah. I think that sounds like they retain a lot of employees that way. Yeah, they do. And they do. So here's one thing that I, I hope you don't mind. I'm, I'm throwing your name out to a lot of different people because in, when we're talking to a lot of leaders in Defiance County and surrounding areas, they always boys are saying, we don't have any young builders. We don't have young builders. And I'm like, hey, have you met Taylor from Hicksville? <laughs> um, so I really, uh, I really appreciate like all the efforts that you're doing. And I know that you talked about some of the different goals that you have, like dreams you have for the community, but you really didn't like specify some of the goals that you have for your, for your company and how you kind of want to potentially expand. Can you talk a little bit about that? So Clapper Building Company, um, we are just coming up on our third year. Like I said, my background is construction. When we first moved back, um, I worked for uh, Jim Schmitz for a little while, kind of in the office, um, moved into their controller position. And then we underwent the, the construction of the new Forge store there in town. And uh, I, I kind of helped lead that project and process. And that was sort of what got me back into construction. So, so after it was completed, everybody was happy and you were crying because it was over? Uh, I wasn't crying that it was over. It was one <laughs> of those things that was um, Jim Schmitz, my father-in-law. Yeah. So I was working in a family business uh, in a very comfortable, safe position. And basically it was, I, I was at a, you know, an internal crossroads where I, I told myself, you know, if I move into that new building, I will probably never leave. Yep. So, and I've got, I've always had this desire to start my own business and, and I love the development and construction world, and that was sort of the the spark that lit the fire again. And I made that decision, and I had to have that hard conversation with with my father in law <laughs> that hey, I, I'm going to go on my own and, and chart my own path in this way. And, he, and fortunately, he was very supportive. Um, but yeah, it, it's one of those things that uh, we're like, we're a younger company right now, um, but we do have a lot bigger goals. Uh, and we had talked a little bit offline about what some of those goals are. You know really trying to become a developer that makes cool spaces that people enjoy being in. So um, right now it's Clepper Building Company and that's the construction arm. Um, there's a bigger vision to sort of make that a part of a 
property group or a collection of companies that uh, we are developer, we are construction, we are property management. Yeah. So we're definitely chasing after some larger, larger goals, larger projects. Um, it's just one of those things that in the development industry, it's obviously capital intensive and um, it takes a lot of people. So um, building those resources, building credibility, those are all things that we're working towards. I think that there's so many people that have like this dream to work for themselves and they just, the one thing that they can't do is just do it. They just don't take the leap of faith. And I really appreciate you doing that because so many people don't. And I think you're going to like, you're going to reap the rewards. I mean, I already see it. I, you have a great reputation and I, I can't wait to see all the good things that you're going to do. Um, we are getting close to, to wrapping up things. And I, we, we've learned a lot about you and I just kind of want to, I know you kind of mentioned it briefly just to, you know, wrap up, like, what are some things that maybe people don't realize about Hicksville, Ohio? I think when people think Hicksville, they think very rural, um, very uh, farm centric community. And that's not really Case. Okay, tell the story about when you got pulled over. Oh, <laughs> well, when I, I, like I said, I lived in Cincinnati and I grew up on um, Case Beer Miller Road in Hicksville, Ohio. And uh, when I got pulled over, the, the cop actually came back to the car after I handed him my license, just laughing. And he said, I had to run your license twice and Google it because I didn't believe Case Beer Miller Road in Hicksville, Ohio was a real address. <laughs> and fortunately, it did get me out of the speeding tickets. So. <laughs> nice. Okay, well, anything else about Hicksville? Uh, I think you'll find as you get a, get to be part of the community that um, it's it's made up of a lot of people that uh, are really go getters, uh, frankly, and um, it's a lot of people that are you know building small businesses and uh, really there's a lot of success stories in that. And um, I think collectively we're all working to create this really really special place. Yeah, and you are. Thank you for making a difference, Hannah. Any other last words? No, I think just walking away from something that you had intentionally planned on doing, working for your father-in-law and then coming back just makes it that much sweeter and your goals are great. We can't wait to see you make it happen. Thank you. And you know, there was one thing before we, we um, started the, this podcast. There are so many like amazing ties to Hicksville High that people don't realize. For example, there was a woman that named Hollywood, California. So this is the fun fact that we're going to leave you with. What was her? Do you remember her name? Data Wilcox Beverage. Daida? Daida? I don't know. It was it was a long time ago, <laughs> but she's response she was a socialite, I think. She's responsible for naming Hollywood, California. And she was born in Hicksville, Ohio. And if you don't believe me, Google it go, or Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah. Go to go across from the library, there's a plaque. Yep. There's a plaque right across from the, the local library branch that kind of describes her life and, and her adventures out west. So well, we can't, I mean, I think that's super cool, but we can't wait to, to, to hear and learn more about your adventures a couple of years down the road. So thanks for making an impact. And thanks for uh, all of you that are listening to the podcast, Working It. Thank you for joining us. Find all of our Working It podcast episodes on our website, defiancecountyed.com or your favorite podcast app like Apple, Google, or Spotify. <laughs>